0: Welcome to Authors in Chains, by writers, for writers. Hosted by J.R. Ryu, Rob Davies, Glacia Kronk, and Ray Bailey. Thank you for listening to episode 22, where we cover series versus standalone novels. Today, series versus standalone. That's what we're doing. Talking about series, and yeah, we all have some. I think we all have some experience with this. Um, this is a fun one, and I'll 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 kind of start and give you how that worked for me, and you guys can jump in and how that worked for you. Um, my first book, Revenant, was supposed to be standalone. When I outlined it, it then became a trilogy, and when I went a little further, it then became a series. It just the story just kept growing and growing, and it was. It outgrew the book, it outgrew the trilogy, and just went from there. So that's kind of how I—it wasn't like I sat down and said, okay, I'm going to write a series. I just—same thing with Sleep. I just started speccing the book and realized I had two, three, four stories in this that could keep going. So all of a sudden, you go, okay, I can, I can just bite the bullet and do the series, or I can just write the book and forget the rest. But— as writers, we don't want to forget the rest of the story. We, we like that idea of it continuing, of it going somewhere. So, yeah, we kind of keep following that that trend. So how did you guys get in with the whole series bit?
1: Well, uh, I kind of did the same thing. and I, at the So, I mean, like, when I started writing, it was a little bit different. I didn't have really any intent. And I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and, wrote and, wrote and went, shit, you know, where I thought this was going to end, like, there's more. Because, like, you get to know your characters, right? Right. You get to know everybody, and and you get attached to them and whatnot. Um, but. <sighs> Yeah. I got to the end and I was like, you know what? Like it's, it's kind of hollow and I I could split this and I could add to it. And, and so, you know, I mean, that kind of raises another question, right? Like, you know, you're talking about getting to, you know, getting into yours and then realizing that there was more there. I, I finished what I, what I thought was an entire, you know, an entire book. It was like, you know, 150,000 words or whatever, and then looked at it a second time and went, Hmm. You know, I can make this way more dynamic. And so, you know, I can split this in two and, and add to it and make it a bigger thing. Um, and I started like asking myself at that point in time when it, when, when I decided to add a third and then started getting ideas for like a a trilogy of prequels and like a spinoff, like I've had requests of spinoffs from two different characters and, um, you know, I started asking myself like, should I have left this as just like one standalone novel? Like, how how am I being most true to these characters? You know, should I have left it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, pure. <laughs> it's like uh, one. You know. Thing. Yeah. Like, basically, is it what when you start off thinking that a book is just going to be a single book, and then it morphs as Right. It happened to you and for me into something way, way bigger than that. Is that like an abundance of creativity or is that like a lack of discipline?
0: Well, and at first I thought it was a lack of discipline, honestly, because I kept having questions. Well, What happens to this character and what happens to this character and what happens after this? And I realized maybe I'm just kind of like, you know, the squirrel with the nut. I'm running around going, "Wee! this is all fun because I got so many nuts. But then I actually wrote Underground and realized I got to the end of that story and went, this is a story. This is where it ends. This is the culmination. And I went, okay, this is what a single book feels like, you know, where I don't have 50 questions about where these characters are going. And I don't feel like I have to continue writing them. So I don't, I just think you end up with a, a a world and a character who you start looking at going, I'm not done yet. You know, I got I got stuff to do with this character. So you can abandon it
2: or you can continue it. Rob, what about you? What do you think? Pretty much the same thing. I started out writing a prison break story. That was the very first vision that I had of it. And while I was in the early stages, I developed a different storyline that was essentially an unseen prequel to it, which Obliged me to expand it a little bit But the more I did this I thought, oh well, wait a minute I can take a long time And an interesting story To get this guy And his acquaintances Free of this horrible place But that in and of itself To me, it seemed a little lacking So I I kind of crossed my fingers And kept on going when I was outlining And the more I As, as Glacia said You start to get to know your characters And possibilities open up When you do apply a little book introspection and you start wondering about these converging storylines and where does it go after that? And I didn't intend to take it anywhere after that. It just started to emerge. And it was because of that little weird 17 year before prequel that when I stopped and explored that and it was things just started popping into my head and it was applying into the future. And I thought there's no way. So I actually wrote the, the sequel as part of the first book. It would have been an enormous book. And I had to split it into two because it was just too much. But at that point, now I have a, a far broader story arc. I can't possibly do this in two. It's gonna end up being a trilogy. And then the more I did the trilogy, I thought, holy smokes, this is gonna go way past a the trilogy. There's seven or eight different storylines that are all coming up here. There will be a second trilogy. I'm hoping, I think I can get it done at that point. But you're right, Ray, when I got to a, a standalone novel, it was a totally different experience. I knew what I wanted the story to do, what I wanted it to say, and how I wanted it to go. That was a uh, maybe a little bit easier of an outlining process, because I had an end point. There really wasn't any good place to take it past that. I suppose you could say that about any story. But the whole outlining and writing experience, knowing it was going to be a standalone, was almost a liberating experience because it taught me what both of them are like and yep. not to expect them to overlap. It was a it really was an interesting process when I hit my first standalone and then looked at it against the series because they have different qualities and different challenges. Right. It's a story, but it's a story that has a conclusion.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it,
0: <laughs> And that was the discipline part. I mean, at least for me, it was all of a sudden, I mean, the first two, I mean, the first, what, three things I really sat down and started doing were series-based. And it was all of a sudden, I've got small little blurb outlines for prequels and then sequels and then characters. And then, you know, you're looking at this going, well, maybe this is, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe this isn't how it's supposed to be done. Maybe this is me taking it too far. And that's the first part I got. And tell it, like Rob, I got to that one story that I went, This is a story. This is a section I can tell that has a beginning and an end where I don't feel like I have to do all this extra stuff. Yep.
2: And let me, I have a question. You, Glacia said she was. She was all the way through her first story when she had to stop, put on the brakes and say, wait, 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 this is not done yet. I have another and probably another and who knows stories to tell that are part of this. They're logical. It flows. It's interesting. She was all the way through her first book. I was not even halfway through it. My first book when I thought, I'll never get this done. I need a sequel. And then I thought, don't be yep. stupid. You have a, a, an expanding story. It's going to be a, tri- a, a trilogy at the very least. Where were you, Ray, when you knew this isn't going to work? I'm, were you in the in the writing process or outlining of your first book, where were were you in that process when you realized this isn't going to end here, I've got to expand this?
0: Well, I mean, my first book, I actually didn't know there was an outline process. I just started writing, honestly. And I got to about seven or eight chapters, and I went, oh, this is, yeah, I got to out. So I started laying out these chapter headers and then writing blurbs in these. So this is my first idea of an outline. And then I realized once I got to the end, I was like, but wait, there's this character who still has to do this, and this character who's still doing this, and what about this, and what happened? And all of a sudden I realized, well, holy shit, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to take us to 100 chapters and make it 300,000 words in this big epic book, or... No, so I just started laying out a separate file and just writing these notes about these questions I had and put it away. So that's good. But of you were weird. definitely,
2: you weren't finished with the complete no, writing. No, I, of that I was. I that's not. interesting.
0: And yeah, I had to go back and write sub stories to characters who had come before and who had created this situation to in order to be able to understand what had happened. So I all of a sudden had an entire setup for a, a sequel set. And then I had a bunch of these characters that I can go back and do a prequel to because I have all the notes for them, yeah. you know? And the same thing with Sleep. I, I had to go back and do, write the first Mage War and the first Survival Landing and the first Age of Man and, you know, the, all this stuff I had to write just to get to where I was at. So I'm coming at the story in, like, the middle. It's almost there like a go. Star Wars yeah. situation, you know, where you've got all this prequel information you've got written down somewhere that you can go back and tap. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's funny. And I've even got the next books, next three books laid out for this because I outlined the one and I had so many questions, you know. And that's it. You
2: you end up reacting to your own questions as you do this. Your mind is saying, hold, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. And that those moments at first I misinterpreted them and I thought. Good Lord, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I have, yeah, I have no idea great. how to structure this. Yeah. I'm asking oh, questions yeah. that I I should have had these all answered in my outline, and I'm a piece of shit and I'm not doing this right. And it's I just part see. of that process. You know, you know, it was it's kind of an interesting. Okay, so let me ask both of you another question. Speaking of questions. Discipline, just a second ago, was an interesting topic. And I have been asked this before. At what point do you do you feel those little flares going up and you understand that you're pushing it? How far do you go to tell your story without running the risk of padding or bringing up less compelling (coughs) storylines because it's it's gratuitous and it's irritating to complete a series? And my answer to them is, I wouldn't dream of it. It will tell the story will take as many books as it takes to tell. If it's 4, I'll leave it. If it's 6, I'm going to go 6. If I end up with something that's so compelling I have to continue it in a serial, I might do that too. But if you give yourself a finite number without having thought them through, to me, now you're pushing you're pushing your luck and you're trying to see into the future which may not exist at all. And this is go ahead.
1: I I actually sort of almost fell into that trap. Yeah. Like, again, coming to this with, like, absolutely no idea what the, like, expectation was, but thinking that there was one, right? Like, I thought that there was a way that was the right way to do it and did not recognize this whole thing as being, like, a, a fluid thing. I was like, oh, well, people either do, you know, like, a book and a sequel Or they do a trilogy, and so like I can't do any more than that, or I gotta split it a different way, or I gotta like you know Mm -hmm. like like, add stuff. And then it was like I got into the uh, into the process of actually splitting my first manuscript and fleshing out those secondary plot lines that um, that I wanted to flesh out. That I realized that you know, there was, there's, you know, four or five different things that are all happening sort of, uh, in, in parallel, you know, places and times that eventually will intersect at various moments. And I can't really hundred percent predict, you know, I know the order of things, but I can't really predict how many, you know, you're saying as many books as it needs to tell the story. You know, I don't really hundred percent know how many words it's going to take to tell the story. Basically yeah. exactly saying just a different way. And so like, by that token, because the genre that I write does not suffer long books. I, I have to keep it, you know, to a max of like, you know, 125,000. I don't know how many <laughs> times I'm going to have to split that. You know, I know that I can pack it this amount of story and I have, you know, like this 40,000-ish word range that I have to fall into. But like, I don't know because there's five different storylines going on all at the same time, intersecting at different points, I realized very rapidly that I couldn't predict how many books it was going to take to tell all of that stuff. And so, you know, yeah, like right now I'm like, it's either going to be, it might be five.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And I, I get that. That's one of the, I mean, when I went through one of my manic moments, I actually outlined, my book series because i didn't know i wasn't supposed to so i managed (laughs) to outline nine books for the shadow war chronicles now i gotta go back through and redo some of those but i was like holy crap you know i before i started struggling with what i was doing with these characters i got to nine didn't do 10 because at 10 i was like now i'm just reaching so i'm not going to reach you know Mm -hmm. if i start reaching i'm going to stop
1: well, and with too much outlining, I mean, like, yeah, you got to have some sort of discipline, right? I mean, like, because otherwise you don't know where you're yeah. heading.
0: But no, I feel You
2: like... need to know when to stop and start writing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And that was my problem.
1: Uh, you have to have a target, right, that you are aiming for. But it has to be rated, right? Because, like, if you have a target that is nine books away. I, Ray, I think you just experienced something like this in, in one of your books, and like I know I've had it a number of times where you're writing, and your character does something that you're not anticipating, and yes. it changes the of that character, it changes their personality, and so that is going yes, to it over books, and by, you're not going to get to the same target. That target that you anticipated being nine books away. Oh yes, oh
2: that's excellent point because yeah, that it is. did. So uh, it, I felt diminished when that first time that happened. I thought, why didn't you see this? As a writer, you should know enough about your character to know that's a load of nonsense. When you're writing, yeah. you're telling yourself a story. It's new to you, just yep. the same way it will be to the to the reader. And you move yeah. along and. She's exactly right. You come to right. some moment, and there is a a binary choice, and it's probably even arguably subconscious, but your brain as a writer will goof with these, and it's almost random, and then you start writing it, it starts to work, and then you stop and go, holy shit, I just deviated hey. big time here. This is 45 well, degrees. And, and that was what
0: happened. I mean, and, yeah. and it's going to affect the story. It really is, because I had a... A pivotal moment in the story, uh, an introspective moment where the character was supposed to do a certain thing and the outcome, his feelings on the outcome were supposed to be loss and pain and they were guilt. And I went, what the fuck? I had to go back and read it and went, it makes sense. This, okay, now I get it, but I did not expect it. Absolutely. It's your instinct literally. Literally. Yeah, is it's, that takes it. Is that I, what I that is? That's instinct. Well, your writer's instinct. You're, you're feeling that moment. Yeah, you're feeling yeah. that moment. You're understanding that moment because you've outlined it, but in your mind, when you're outlining, you're glossing it over. When you actually get in the moment and you start pulling these emotional pieces together, your mind will come to conclusions you didn't realize it will come to because you're tapping experience you have somewhere. Okay,
2: now here's something in in a series. we've been pounding the hell out of series. We should probably, yeah, we should shift back to to standalone shortly, but here's something that I wondered about two things. In fact, thing number one is very brief. i'm I live in constant fear that I will get to book something or other, and I'm outlining it and everything looks okay. and I'm not paying attention because I'm a moron and I start writing this and I write and I go chapter after chapter and I'm most of my books are buck to a buck, 20, 120,000, typically maybe yep. down to a hundred thousand. And here I am stroking along and I'm getting to the end of the story. And I look down there and it says 62,000 and I'm thinking, Oh shit. You're this yeah. is bad. Now I have fallen. Now I have got a bad problem because my choices are, do I pad the heck out of it and, and risk reach? Do I go back and incorporate this somehow into the previous book? Well, I can't. The book's a book. It's done and gone. Now I don't know.
0: Like? Yeah. I don't know what the answer to that's going to be because I haven't run into that yet. Yet. It doesn't mean I won't. I'm afraid I run that run it wasn't. No. It, and, it, and it that did might. happen and to you. Okay. And, I, and, that'd be, and the first instinct I'm going to have is I'm going to want to make this story bigger to make it a complete story. But yeah. again, I don't want to reach. I don't want to turn a story into shit because... I just yeah. want to put in a book. You know, then and you have your your
2: run. stories are really profoundly action oriented. And to yeah. to go into slow-mo at the end oh. of a of a Ray Bailey book would be noticed and beaten yeah. on. I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> I get away with that because as everyone knows in the entire literary world, my writing style is gentle. It's <laughs> gentle. It's a gentle writing style. It's slow. <laughs> <gentle. laughs> If I can probably get away with it, Rick right? and Natalia <coughs> yeah, you know might it, because you might could get away with it to a point but it's
1: I I kind of it's... had it happen actually. Yeah. I mean when I when I got to the end of 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 my first manuscript and I was deciding what to do, you know, with that and yeah, it was over 150,000 and I was like that's way too long for this genre if I'm going to publish it that's wrong. And um so I had to reread the whole thing and and you know, there was a stopping point. You know, there was a very, um, a very good stopping point actually about two thirds of the way through, (laughs) um, which was perfect. But then what you're saying, I have, you know, 50,000 words of half a book. book. And so I, the benefit that I had was obviously that the first one wasn't published yet. So, you know, I had to pick it, I had to pick the, the, uh, the split point and then I had to go back and read it again with different eyes and determine if and where there were valid side stories. I is not willing to just add words to for word count right you know i'm not going to go back and just add adjectives and adverbs for the sake of making the friggin' thing longer
2: yeah. padding
0: is a well, is side stories here. are a whole we'll cover that in a minute yeah we'll cover a, side a, yeah i'm glad That's you're getting to that one, because because i've got a, a story on that one but yeah i mean that that padding would scare the hell out of me because you're right i'm uh, rob's right most of my books are very action-oriented are very fast-paced if i all of a sudden turned the dial down to three people are going to notice you know i mean let, it, let's face it book number four is the first time i'm covering love and loss okay this will tell you the kind of books i
2: write you know yeah, literally you, we, we do not need readers going wow you mailed that one in nice job yeah, right i, I think Pretty i'll much. pass on your next hey. book dickhead it's it's a it's a danger zone you don't want to get into. But
0: we go from killing aliens to you know what these trees really are pretty. Let's
2: discuss <laughs> these for twenty minutes. Yeah, it's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Chris, I
0: yeah.
1: do hate about the trees. Like I, that I, is, pu- that's I pull with
2: Tolkien. Yeah, room. she does. Yeah. She even uses it in her in a photographic artistic way that I still think is awesome on those covers. But um, <laughs> okay, so here's something. Um, the The paranoia that goes into not really knowing, especially if you're new to this, and you, and you're, you know, perhaps you're writing your first book. Guides and ideas are only as good as as what you do with them. One person's yes. wisdom is another person's bag of shit. We know that, okay. but it's it it, it it was almost. Um, to have come through that and realize that ah, i have a really good series here it may go five it may go six i don't know but i'm comfortable knowing the story that i have to read and knowing that i can get that i may end up having to clip it a little bit to keep from going into the danger zone on writing too much but i'm not likely going to come up short and, and don't so, be afraid to put stuff away if you come up with a story that's short it might exactly. not forever. You're you're getting you're there. You hit the finish line before I got there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, concepts sorry. bucket is where I put those there, because something will come up. You know what this feels like, and it's a little yep. a little bell that goes off that says, "Hey, hey, hey! That's probably not going to be worth the shit right here." But if you put it in your concepts bucket. And come back to this another time, and that's a gold mine.
0: I actually have, yeah, about 70 of them in there right now of stories that are, you know, blurbs or small outlines or just notes. You know, something that struck me that would be really cool to try, and I put it in the bucket. It's exactly right. You have the bucket. Go pull from the bucket. But just because you have something in the bucket doesn't mean it's ready to be written. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I that. Did you think? Do you anticipate moving out of the series realm and into standalones?
1: I actually just, you know, I got to the point on book three that's getting ready to be released that I had breathing time, right? It's out for final proof. I've got nothing to do. And so I was like, now is the time for me to get a firm outline on four. And so I sat down to do it, and it was just not in me. It, I could not get my brain to... <clears throat> settle into that process and assimilate all because like now my, my story is just so complex and I was just not in the right frame of mind to deal with it and so I was like well it's just not the right time and then I had this absolutely terrible nightmare and woke up 3 30 in the morning couldn't go back to sleep I'm like ah, okay I'm just I'm gonna go write and uh, I got down there it couldn't make anything work with Hawthorne and so I was like well I guess I'll just write down this thing that's sort of like haunting me
0: so I start oh, yeah. you all those. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I start writing out this scene, which is basically, uh, you know, a twist on the nightmare that I had had and I'm weeping and making myself cry the whole time. And then I get to the end of it. And there's that moment of catharsis when you're done writing something that's that emotional. And then I started thinking about it from a different perspective. And I was like, shit, this is, this could be a really cool concept for, uh, for, a novel, just a standalone novel. And I was like, oh, it's probably it's probably a novella, you know maybe 50, 60 thousand words and so I outlined the thing and uh, I couldn't get it out of my mind that day. And so I just kept I just kept writing it. And so I'm like 10k into the thing and I'm like, shit, this is a whole novel like hundred percent. like I, I thought going into it that it was going to be this big. and then once I got there it was this big. It's a whole novel. I just didn't realize it at at the time.
2: Um, right.
1: That so you're pushing
2: the borders of your concept bucket. You you have a project bucket that that goes in.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I have stuff like what Ray's talking about, too. You know, I have, you know, little outlines and ideas and stuff like that. And most of actually, no all all of them are, are for standalone projects. Um, well,
0: um, I always assume it's a standalone project until I get into so it. Yeah that's, my pro- like, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> First thing I do is that's right. I assume it's a standalone until. Yeah, until, it's no longer a
2: standalone until the have you, go away. Has, Ray have you have you <laughs> have you done completed published a standalone since like you started in I, the? I have
0: a standalone that is done all the way plus a first draft is completed. I went over it and I put it away because I looked at it and I went, I'm not quite ready to publish this, but it yeah. is done done meaning I don't have any. Pre any post questions or issues that I have nagging at me, and this was this was why I put it away because I was like, "Wait, I've never done this before. I've got." Where a story. was that
2: in the process? Where was that in in like if I were to go look at four of your books in a, in a series, where did that happen during that process? Was it before, or after, or during? Or like
0: it was <laughs> it was between two and three. I sat okay. down. Well, no, after three, because it was before, okay, so here's kind of what happened. I finished three, I was going to write four, and then I suffered her problem. I had a story in my head I had to get out. I wrote it, 150,000 words, complete book all the way to the end, went back through it and reread it, and then I went, you know what, this is a very introspective story, it's an action-based, there's a lot of thought into this, there's a lot of things going on that are political that I really want to nail, so I'm going to put it away and let it bake. Then I started on sleep. So, And that's where I'm at now That book is sitting in a drawer I wrote a total of 275,000 words of sleep Then I sat down and dismantled the whole thing Realizing this is a prequel This is a different story This is a different piece Now I'm at a core book of 150,000 words That I'm actually almost done with To put out the book But I've got all this other material that I've already written That was the problem I've been sitting here writing and spinning my wheels, well not spinning my wheels—creating stories that were beyond just this book. So I had to sit down and have that moment because we all have it, where we go, "I have a lot of words written, but it's not a book."
2: Uh, yeah, and, you know, I had, I, I, and I felt it's like a shit. I, I went with book one and book two in the in my chronicles series. I know what I what I'm doing. I'm, gonna, I'm outlining three, and like a rocket from space, here comes the story idea for River. And I thought. Oh, this is much cooler. Uh, I'll get that some other time. I need to go write this one now because I'm charmed by the new and shiny it's object. The shiny that comes piece. Out of my That's weird, right. Dumbass yeah. head. And so, oh, I, I outline it and it's working great. I know it's going to be a standalone. Just give me a minute. Uh, uh, I'm going to write my standalone and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it yeah. now because I might forget. So I write my standalone and I send it to my publisher. And good for me. And then I think, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I'll, I'll do book three. Hold on. I had this other weird. Completely different genre book. I just want to get this out of the way because if I don't do it now, and, and I went exactly. into another Jesus, what an idiot, what a no discipline knob. I went through two standalones and now I'm finally finishing up book three. don't gonna be flogged or horsewhipped. No, or it's it's the same. Ball. I mean,
0: when I sat down and wrote Underground, it wasn't even a story. I started outlining four for my series because I'm a good boy and everybody wants to get four, so I was gonna write four. And for some reason in my head, it just kept saying, you know what, what if there was somebody like me who wasn't far left, somebody who wasn't far right, they're right in the middle of the road, they're very logical, they're very together. How do you take somebody like that and turn them into an extremist? And that would not get out of my head. That's where underground came from. Right. How do you take somebody... Who will scoff at a at a suicide bomber? Who will laugh at a far lefty or a far righty who absolutely sticks to that middle logical grounded road, and just turns his nose up at those people? How do you take them and flip them? And that's where that book idea came from. As I'm doing four, this idea is going through my head, and I'm like, "Fuck, okay, I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just write a paragraph." And then I go back. <laughs> okay, maybe an outline, and then it just right. you know, all of a sudden, four's yep. abandoned.
2: And here comes the book. Yeah, you got no and choice. Alistair, you're along yeah. for the ride. I, I hate Pretty that. I wish shit. at least get me a seat. Don't That's drag crazy. me along on the train where I'm getting no. turned bloody on the tracks. At least let me sit down. But I know I fight it and I fight it. And yeah. I'm a no
0: discipline shit. I'm gonna write yep. this book even though I got a cliffhanger after three and everybody's waiting for four. Fuck them. You know. I mean literally. And then I got done that, and I was like, you know what? I can go do four because I finished this. I'm going to put it away. I really want to put out a book. So I'm going to go do sleep now because I'm not going to touch four because I'm still an undisciplined shit. Yeah, that's how that worked. Is, so that, I still have, you know.
1: is that really undisciplined, though, or is that just don't know, man. like, come on. I, 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 you know me, right? Like, so, like, I'm trying to like flip this into something that's acceptable. This is not me being an optimist because I'm not. Acceptable. Not an But I mean, uh-huh. maybe this isn't us being undisciplined shits. Maybe this is just us like embracing the artistic side of. of
0: I, and you, I don't know. I just know that three ended with a cliffhanger. I got people threatening bodily harm and I'm out in the yeah. fucking literary fields going, wee as I sniff the <laughs> flowers and <laughs> run around and dance literally. You know? and butterflies.
1: So I know, Right, so, I'm in the exact same place. as weird how we're, like, mirroring each other, right? Because, like, I'm at the end of right. three, and I've got this new shiny thing that's, like, scampering about in front of me oh, that's yep. like, write me, me, write me, write me. Write
2: like, yeah. me. I'm a better story. I'm a better story. Your talents are wasted on that shitbag whore of a story. I know, <laughs> right? You hang out with me because I'm pretty, and I'm nice, and I'm virtuous. Oh, no,
1: no, 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 what no. Put a load
2: no. of nonsense. Or yeah, quite I, the reverse.
1: Oh, yeah, no, this one is. This one is definitely, like, this is... I, it would probably be shelved in horror. Like
0: it's so, rationalization. It's, like, it's like I do the same thing. It's like, well, you've already got two hundred and fifty thousand words in sleep. <laughs> Let's finish that book, and then you know what? You've already got material for the next book after that. So we could, Oh, but wait! You put away that one book you already
2: wrote. So you don't. So have what to do we do? You, do you hear, hear the antithetical book? laying around, orbiting this conversation right now that we talked about way earlier in the series. Oh, yeah. I it, it something just springs to mind, and if anybody was listening to the to the podcasts before, they'll know we went down this path. As I hear these, I've got to get this. I've got to write that. I've got to write this. I've got to write that. The one thing that's absent in all of this discussion apparently doesn't apply to us. Ain't no writer's block at AIC. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, we get after not, it, and that's the thing. It's not. It's not. Can I write a story? It's which story am I gonna write? Yep, That's really what it comes down to.
2: But you know what? There, there's, there's a weird little neurosis to this, this compulsion to write. And I I tell people they say it surprises them, people that I meet that say, Oh, I didn't know you were an author, and my standard line is, oh, I didn't either, yuck, yuck, yuck. No, yeah, I know,
0: I've done that,
2: yeah. But the, the, the compulsion part, and I have to tell them writing a book is damned hard work. It is nowhere near as cool and charming and literary and artistic. And I'm I, no, know, It's. I hard, feel like a flower. So. No. It's. It's. I need to take a shower. I am a piece yep. of shit. I've wasted a bunch of time doing this when I'm supposed to be. I'm neglecting something or someone in my life because I'm doing the rattly rattle on that keyboard. And it is. It's not easy. It's a pain in the you're ass, frankly. If I would have known it was head. this hard, I would never started in the first place. When but here we are. We, we, are. Books,
0: we don't live our life. We live in our head during yeah. that time. we're writing our book. We are not living our life. We are not out there doing things and living our life. We are living in our head.
1: And while we are living our life, we're trying to figure out more time, more ways that we can go back to living in our living
0: in our head. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you know, and that's what we do. And a lot of it, some of it's stress, some of it's attractions, some of it's neuroses. It's all over the place. I mean, there's It it, it really depends on the moment, honestly.
2: Um well, it sounds like well, a bunch of goddamn wackos.
0: That's what we yeah. sound like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty much. We got All right. issues. Make if sure you're an that author, this. you have issues. This is just the natural. Yeah. If, you're, if you could sit down and you can write a book and you can write loss, betrayal, action, hate, love, you are opening up that little black box inside of you and you are letting that shit shine out. All that crap that happened in your life. And if you're good at it, that box is full of shit. It is full of crap from your life because that's how we lived. This is not. We don't make up half this shit. We just grab a kernel of something that happened to us and explode it on the page. Really, that's what it comes out to be. And it sometimes surprises us how it reacts.
2: Yeah, you know, and that's true. But I, I firmly believe that there's something profoundly wrong with people who write successfully. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Somebody you likes your book, and some they don't see it. They they shouldn't. They look at a at a book like we all used to look at books before we started writing them, <laughs> and it's this wonderful little paper window into some oh, yeah. better, cool place. I don't read the book in those days, thinking, I wonder what the what the impetus was. I wonder what the author went through to come. I, I didn't yeah. give a shit. I wanted to read the story. I'm immersing in it. I do what I'm supposed to do. I suspend disbelief, and I go into this this world to, to be entertained. the book. Yeah, yeah. I want to go live in there. That's what the damn thing is for. And I put it down and I look at the author and I say, I'm grateful because I'm glad you wrote this. He or she had her shit or his shit together. And this is pretty cool. It goes on the shelf. But when the moment you do that, there the story behind those little stories and the stuff that Ray just said, these little spider webs of weirdness and, and assholery oh, yeah. that runs around inside of our collective <laughs> experience is the fuel behind some of that stuff, particularly the emotional stuff.
0: That's what, what what did Faulkner say? It was easy to write. Just put a piece of paper in the typewriter and bleed. That's literally what he said. And it's true. We do. I mean, in all honesty, we, when I wrote my piece, the excerpt that I put up on Facebook, the one I, I share with Glacia, I literally was, I mean, I was, it was a moment. I mean, it really was. I was there and I was feeling it. My stomach dropped and I just, I mean the whole thing, and that's just
2: what we do, you know. And that's can't, not the other You end. can't create like, that though. You if you're if that emotion isn't you to it. you, you do. You, you are drawing on experience because that's where your emotions live. All they're doing is borrowing from your memory. They exactly. are always there, and you don't have to go very far to grab one. And that yeah. is, it's like lifeblood to a writer to to write those scenes to connect that em, empathic. You
0: can't mimic
2: it. You, like, have, to, no, you have to
0: draw off of something. No. You can't yeah. just... I mean, you'll know if somebody tries to mimic it. They'll never get it right.
2: Yeah,
0: It'll just be a little off. If you're not
2: pissed off or if you don't cry or if you don't oh, yeah. burst out with laughter it's some of this stuff, it's not narcissism. If you're writing properly, you're transiting some uh, profound emotional experience, you wash it any way you like and it ends up on that page, you're conveying properly, but along the way, we're still human and we're affected by it. I go back and read some passages from Specimen 959, and I grin at him, go, that was cool. I like that. I like that. Right? Bit. Sometimes it's, and there's, yeah. it, I read it and i speechless because I think, what a shitty deal I took these people through, and no wonder why they're sad and miserable. That's what it's supposed to do but it's true. You go back and
0: you see some things you look at and you cringe and some things you look at and go, God damn, I can write. You know, it's just amazing how that works. Yeah. There are literally some things I look at going, how the fuck in retarded hell did I let that pass? You know, how did I not write it like this? Or how did yeah. I not just burn that fucking page? And there are some things I go, that was kind of clever. That was cool. Yeah. Know. And yeah. it was just, you do that. That's what you do. As a writer, you go back and look at your shit and you experience it again, except in a different way. The different way is from the writing standpoint, because you're being overly critical on your own stuff. We all are. We all are overly critical on our own shit. Yes, we are. I mean and a series is a
2: is a wonderful playground to, to you can go a lot farther. You know you have room. And and do, we do. We, we take advantage of it. I say, you know what? I don't have to tell you everything about this person. Nope. This character is going to be revealed to you over time because I can, and it's better if I do. Hallelujah for series. There, there, there are things that I didn't her. reveal so in she's, book she's, one
0: or book two that I've revealed in book three, and there are some things yeah. that I won't reveal in book five, and I know what they are. I know what the kernels of them are. I, I don't know how they're going to play out yet, but I know what they are because that's how we do things. But, the biggest question I get asked from people, because apparently they love asking stupid questions or non-stupid questions in this case, it's actually a very good question. How do I know? How do I know when I'm writing? When it's a book? When it's a series? When it's a spinoff? How do I know? And the honest, it's kind of like when you're in love. You just know. You, you you know. I mean, it's not a. It's not you. You can't sit down and go. I'm going to write a series. Or I'm gonna write a I'm gonna write a series that's gonna include a spin-off that's gonna include a you know, you if you do, you're doing it, you're you know, you're kinda of doing it backwards. Um, series are born from from stories that don't end, or stories in a universe where you can continue on. Spinoffs. I just experienced this. Book four, I introduce a new character, and that character is great, and that character is awesome, and I love playing with that character because it's part of the book. It was the cliffhanger in three. And I sat there, and I wrote it, and then I went to look at five, because five now changed because a four changed, and I realized that's square peg in a round hole. I have a character that so outshadows the rest of that story that I can't put it in five. Veer
2: off and make it. so itself.
0: now I have a character for a new story, because if I put it in five, it's going to overshadow the characters I already have. It's not a better character. It just is a different character. and it's engaging unto itself. And to try to add it with the other ones is just it's almost like putting too much vanilla in a cake. you know, it's too much. Mm-hmm
1: yeah you the like entire you know story exactly. there's not one that is secondary to another when you have those that are right. equally dynamic and equally entertaining and equally whole you you are I mean like you have to realistically. I mean I've had the same experience. I realized that there's so much more to my antagonist than you know what I can I cannot concentrate on what the real story arc is in my current series and do that character justice.
0: By well, I, I would be I would be remiss unless I asked you a question, because as I was talking about reveal, you got the five year old look, which is really happy. And you're bouncing in your chair and you're over there. So what's the deal? What's going on? I don't remember. Okay, because I was talking about... It tells about me revealing. when she does that, by the way. I, I know, right? I to yeah, her about Because I'm this sitting there she's... watching her as I'm talking yeah. about it. Now, you know, where we're talking yeah. about revealing in different books different parts and different aspects of the character, and she's over there going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something hit her. And I'm just like, something okay, I gotta, her. Fucking, I gotta figure that uh, out. Yeah, I'm glad you gone. said
2: that, but it doesn't surprise me that she's flipping us off saying, sorry, I don't remember I up your ass. Oh, no, no, but, no, no.
1: Oh, dude, really, it's just... It, it, it leaves. least I understand.
2: Uh, out. Now there's now quick though. Here's something the the as your antagonist story. Ray hits on something. He's getting ready to do five, and he's just finished with four. But this damn this character it compels something else. New writer listening to this, if you get these deviations, I thought about this too, and it was actually from the wrong side because I, I I was terribly paranoid about running out of story at the 50,000 word mark. Right. And I thought about options and what should I do to avoid this? How do I deal with it if I run into it? There's nothing wrong with a side story, uh, a spin-off, spinoff, if you will. It doesn't have to be 150,000 words. You can get a really good side story in a novella. And so that is always available to you. Don't shy away from spinoffs or side stories because it, they run the risk of not being a big, epic full-length novel that Tolstoy would appreciate. Right. It can and, be a short story.
0: And I did that. I didn't know it was going to be a spinoff till I spent a day and wrote a short story. I wrote a scene with the new character and how I wanted it, and then I sat down and wrote three paragraphs, just three paragraphs, just of, of this particular character, and I realized this can go on. This is not just, this is not done. And I went, okay, this is going to be its own thing. And
2: when and you that, start when on I that path, you, and yeah. and again, your moment of when you, as you, and you're right, it's it's unique and it's, it's certainly personal to 20, each of us. Okay. You yeah. get yeah. to that spot, you know damn good and well. At that point, just like you, you're falling in love with somebody. You don't have to describe it, and you don't need it described. You just know. But your moment, and Glacia's moment, and my moment—it's it, there isn't a proscribed point. Nope. In other words, you haven't failed if it happens earlier in your early in your thought process or story, or whether it happens in the middle or at the end. It happens when it happens, and you know it, you recognize it, and you pursue it.
0: And honestly, I tried to fight it. I actually wanted to put the book out as a standalone, Then I wanted to put the book out as a trilogy because I was fighting it. I thought I was doing it wrong. I thought I was doing too much. I thought I was I was undisciplined and I was trying to take a story further than I needed to, and it was going to blow up in my face. So I had the same problem of maybe I'm just going to run out of story. Maybe this isn't as good as it's going to be, or maybe this is going to go as further as I want it to, despite what I've what I've already outlined. And I actually went out and was released the book first as a, a trilogy piece because I was like, that's all I'm gonna write. I'm just gonna forget the rest and just try to put as much into the trilogy because yeah. I know I have enough material for that. And that was my mistake. That was my first mistake because I didn't know any better. And mm-hmm. you can trust your
2: story. Exactly. So, trust your and trust, trust yourself to, to to follow it properly. Now before we wrap this episode, I wanna I wanna go into opinion mode. And I want you to tell me and this is likes and dislikes, if you had <clears throat> unlimited time and unlimited resources and you'd, you what do you prefer? What is more rewarding to you as an author to do a nice big, full length completed from beginning to end standalone, or to follow that longer, torturous path of a se- or of a series. What do you like? both of you and go, what do you prefer? Doesn't have okay. to be right, wrong, good or bad. Just tell
0: me. Depends on the story because there's some stories you can't stop, and that's the you problem. You
2: cannot. You're not going to beg off yeah. of that dumbass answer, and don't even start glazing because you're getting ready to do this. Okay, what so yeah, the
0: pain in the ass series. The series is a pain in the ass. Let's face it, the series is a pain in the ass. They are because when you get done three or four books, you got to go back and reread shit because you're going to get it wrong in book number four and five because your continuity's all fucked up. So you got to go out to your beta readers, rely on them because they have a whole different. Of the story that you don't even know about, because people, once you start writing, you read differently. You change the way you read books. That's an unfortunate truth. It is. You change the way you read. You change your yes, dynamic
2: you of how you Absolutely. experience you a story. So, what do you enjoy though? Like, what do you right? enjoy more? Just Shit. make a, make make your choice based on likes and dislikes, and it's no big deal if they change next week. What do you I, like right out? now? It's Channel. she says stand, stand alone. Say
0: I'm going to say okay. seriously, so I get more time to tell the story. Yeah, I don't feel rushed.
2: Two two authors, fifty-fifty answers. That illustrates the point. There is yeah. no right, and there ain't no wrong. It's whatever you're you with what you're with right now. That's what you go with, and don't feel as as though you're going in the wrong direction. It's not it's not what you're supposed to do. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Is where your storyline and your talent leads you, and that's that's what it comes down to. It's about
0: the story. And you'll know the story. You will. And I have I have met people who have done short stories, they've turned into novels, short stories they turned into series. You know, I mean, these little short stories you write just to get it out of your head may
2: one day turn into a novel. You never know. River started as a short. That was a short yeah. story that that I sat on the shelf for a long, long time and thought, oh, wait a minute. I was going to write that into a real book. And I did. But it took a while yeah. to get back to it, right? There's there's the there's the concepts bucket keep it handy just
0: because we write a story don't be doesn't mean we release it right away Correct. i mean there are stories and ideas that are that are really awesome but we're not, not ready, ready for any, them that, yet or yeah. i haven't put my big boy pants on because i'm not ready to tackle that one yet yep. and honestly that's what it comes down to there are story ideas i look at and i go i'm not grown up enough for this one yet i have not hit that point.
1: I not have the chops for that.
0: I don't have the chops for it yet. I mean, there are stories I have that I want to tell that I can't. I look at it and go, if I do it right now, I don't
2: think I'll be able to nail it. Not like I want to. There's so some discipline. So, you know, there's discipline in writing right there, yeah. in action.
0: What, it's realization.
2: It's self-assessment. It's You have to
0: know yourself. good topic. Good episode. I agree. Cool. All right. Let me kill this one. Thank you for joining us at Author and Chain. Until next time. Keep up to date with the latest news, opinions, tutorials, and more. Simply visit www.authorsandchains.com. Sign up for our mailing list to be one of the first to see any new information we post. Also, check out our Facebook page by searching Authors and Chains from the Facebook search bar. Last, but definitely not least, don't forget to check Twitter under hashtag Authors in Chains. If you have a topic you want to see discussed or are interested in being on the show or recommending someone who you think we should get on the show, contact us directly either by going to the contact page on the website or simply email shout at authorsandchains.com. We'll see you next week.